Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. Today, we have an amazing guest. Dr. Sarita Williams is a pastor, counselor, community advocate, author, and mother of two adult children retired professional football player Lavernius Coles, and celebrity hairstylist and image consultant Rashida Law. Among her most prized titles is grandmother to her eight grandchildren. She has appeared on the Oprah Winfrey Show, traveled globally participating in fundraisers with the National professional football players mothers association and as a chaplain for several years additionally dr williams is miss senior jacksonville 2021 she has a goal of raising awareness of mental health bad behavior among youth and seeking alternatives to assist challenged youth as opposed to medication Sarita, thank you for being with us today. Yes, I'm glad to be here today. Yes, indeed. So glad to have you. Now, how did you get involved in the Miss Senior Jacksonville pageant? Well, I heard about it and um, I really was thinking about doing it. I was coming outside of my comfort zone. So I said that let me try something different. And I signed up and so happened the pandemic kept it from um, being in 2020. And then I had turned another year older. So I had to run for Miss Senior. I was going to run for Miss Diva. And that's how I ended up doing the Miss Senior Jacksonville pageant. And I am so glad I did. The journey was amazing. Well, talk to us a little bit more about that journey. Did you have to have special training? to get ready for the pageant? No, it's just being yourself. And if I had to speak to women today who who are maybe have never been in a pageant, I've never been in a pageant before a day in my life. That, that was my first time ever being in a pageant. And I did something outside of my comfort zone. And I said that I wanted to win, but most of all, I just wanted to meet new people I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to, if I could say, just feel beautiful for whatever moment or whatever time. I was going to, no matter what happened, I knew I was going to win, whether I wore the crown that they gave me or the crown that I had already put on my own head. Well, that's a good visual. I saw the crown that they gave you, and you looked beautiful with the crown. But I like that image of the crown that you put on your own head. That's really confidence building. And that's what a lot of women need is a moment just to feel beautiful again. 
And I know that comes outside of that's before you get to the pageant, but sometimes the pageant helps um, initiate that moment of, of letting you know that you can do anything and that you are a queen no matter what. You, yep. wear, you, wear, you wear your crown all the time, whether anybody in the world give you a physical crown, you always have a spiritual crown and that's the one that God gave you. Well, I bet your kids and especially those grandchildren you're so proud of are extremely proud of you. Do they go around bragging, my grandma is a beauty queen? <laughs> oh, yeah, they do that. I'm going to tell the truth. Yeah, they do that. You say, my grandmama, yay. My grandmama this, my grandmama that. But most of all, they want grandmama to cook. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. That is definitely a number one task for grandmothers. Yes, it is. Tell us about your campaign to assist challenged youth. Because you've done well, well with your own, but there are these challenged youth you're working with. Talk to us about well, that. Well, I worked in the um, Duval County School Board system for many, many years. And I worked with what they call uh, ESE, which is the Exceptional Special Ed Students, who I found out that they're being, they were being medicated because of their behavioral issues. And a lot of the students I found out they really didn't need medicating. They needed some therapy and they just needed some tender love. They were acting out because of things that were going on at home. But the outcome of that is that now a lot of those students, when I see them, they're now either mentally ill for real or they're homeless or they are, they are, they are drug addicted um, people. And so my opportunity to talk to you all today or to make it public as, I, as my platform is to bring awareness that we are really creating a lot of situations that our communities uh, face by medicating children or our babies so early in life without knowing the root cause to why they're doing what they're doing. And, and if I could, just a quick example, we had, I had a young student who was acting out, but what happened was his mom and his daddy had divorced and he wanted his daddy back home. So he was acting out just to get his parents to get back together. But lo and behold, the school said that he had a behavioral issue. So the first thing they do is they medicate the child. They give the mother a check, they give the school a check. So everybody's getting paid for this child to be medicated. And right now that same student is in prison because of his, he became addicted to drugs and now he's in prison. So these are the things that why I feel as though it's vitally important that we find other ways and other methods to, to deal with our youth at an early age without medicating them. For sure. Are you aware of any programs, maybe locally or even nationally, where they're trying to address this outside of your awareness campaign, but where something is being done about helping these young people? Believe it or not, I don't know any um, programs that are being set up or any um, initiatives that have been started for this. I'm just trying to bring people into awareness of what, if you do, because I see my students, I can't say I got a full um, radar of statistics, but I could tell you from the students that I taught in school and where they are now, a lot of them are not doing well from being medicated. 
And they, a lot of them didn't need to be medicated. They just needed some attention and they needed to be directed and help with whatever situation that was going on at home. And so if there are some organizations that are dealing with this, I would love to know who they are and I would love to work with them in any kind of way necessary to help kids not have to be medicated. Yes, that's a horrible tale that some of them are ending up in prison or worse on drugs and possibly we're passing them every day on the street. That's really awful. And you think about it, how it wasn't their choice to put themselves on medication. Their parents did or the school did. And if you, like I said, if you notice, everybody gets the school get extra money and the parents get money. Wow. And if you're in a situation where you need finances or you want your school to get more money, guess what the outcome is going to be? Mm. Well, I'd hate to think that money is the driver for putting kids in special classes and giving them special medication. And that's just a horrific thought. Perhaps more parents should go to PTA meetings for this reason. <laughs> Yes, to know what other options. You yes. know, do, did we ask the question, are there other options for my child other than medicating? And I could be very totally transparent with you. They gave me the option to medicate my daughter because she was having um, staring, they say she was having staring seizures, mm. but that was not the case. We were poor. We had issues in our home that was going on and she was just not herself. And what if I would have bowed, even with me being with no fun, needing funding or finances, I still wouldn't let them put my child on medication. Look what the outcome could have been if I would have medicated my child. But look at the outcome you have now. You have successful children and grandchildren. Some of the success is extremely awesome. Some people with all kinds of challenges, not challenges, but um, I guess the silver spoon starting out doesn't mm -hmm. accomplish what your kids have accomplished. So you've done really well already. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, being a single parent, um, you know, raising my children alone with the help of my family, you know, the support of my family. But I definitely want to tell, you know, um, we do have single parenting um, programs here now in Jacksonville, but other at that time, they didn't really have them where single parents can come and get assistance and meet with other single parents to know the programs or just to be a support to one another, especially with our kids um, not having their father for whatever reason, because every, every family is not, don't have the father in the house or the mother in the house now. Yeah. Um, because of separation, sometimes death has separated them. Um, they may be in the military, whatever the situation may be. Um, when they don't have both parents in the house, sometimes it's just not uh, feasible for one parent to try to raise the whole house. No, and COVID is not helping our situation one bit. No, it hasn't helped. Um, I've seen, I've done more counseling since the pandemic with couples than I've done my entire career of counseling. 
Wow. Well, what are the couples um, having challenges with? Because we, we as husbands and wives or significant others, if I could put it that way, um, always were in passing. You know, we, we didn't have to spend a lot of time with each other. You know, it was always, you know, meeting at bedtime, dinner, whatever, and we going on about our business to our daily jobs. But the day that the pandemic hit and we all had to work from home, we had to live in the house together, we really learned one another during that time. And there were things that we didn't like about each other, having to be basically quarantined in with each other. And there were a lot of uh, couples who, um, I'm trying to make sure that I keep my confidentiality. Absolutely. Uh, A lot of couples who struggled with staying married after they really learned who they were married to. Well, who would have thought that more togetherness would tear us apart sooner? (laughs) You're right, but that's just the reality of it. You know, sometimes life has us moving so much that we forget about the ones and forget about who we really live with, love, or even have connection with because we only have to spend minimal time with them. And if you think back that the family structure used to meet at the table every day, we knew where everybody was, what was going on in their mind, what was going on with them, what they needed. There is no time now where families, you could probably count on one hand families that sit down to the table every day and eat dinner together and talk. Well, even if we're at the table, somebody's on their phone or somebody's yeah. watching TV. I'll raise yeah. my hand to that one. The dinner, <laughs> <laughs> dinner table is in the dining room, but we have another little miscellaneous table that we sit to to actually eat dinner because it's near the big screen TV. And that's where we, you know, I'm just saying that we, if we just make it once or twice a week where we have to eat dinner together, no distractions, just talking to one another, it could probably make a big change in life. Possibly, but let's talk some more about you as Miss okay. Senior Jacksonville. That's what I want to know more about. Give uh-uh. me the scoop. What was your most surprising reward from your uh-uh. whole experience? My most surprisingly, let's see, the actual winning was first of all, <laughs> and the my sash that I decorated was for it to win. And, oh, and my interview. So I say the interview part, winning the interview. So I won uh, the best interview, the best sash. I raised the most money. Oh. And then Miss Senior Jackson. So I say the interview. I was shocked about the interview. Well, what was your topic in the interview? Did you have just one topic or it was several different topics? Oh, no. You had four or five people asking you questions. Ah. And and that was amazing because they, they were like popping them off. And that was to see that I did the best interview was amazing. That thought That was a big accomplishment for me. Well, I'm not at all surprised with the conversation we're having now. I'm sure you, well, obviously you killed it because you won. (laughs) (laughs) 
very but I like good. togetherness. They say because my conversation was always about togetherness, doing things as a team. That's what it was. So I believe in teamwork. Yeah. Well, how has being a pageant queen helped you with your community involvement and being more of a team person in your community? How has it helped you? Okay. Um, to be very, very candid and honest, I was already in my community very deep. I think the crown is just a opportunity now to meet new people. Um, I do food giveaways. Uh, we, I furnish houses. We do, I do the depends and pampers for the babies. Uh, the whatever it takes to uh, accommodate the community. We pay light. We've been paying light bills, paying rents. Our me, the, me pastor in the church. That's what we are outreach ministry. We deal with dealing with the lives of the people. But now that I have the crown on and I go into different built, I go into different functions and I'm able to give that encouraging word and to bring light to what is going on with our seniors as well. Uh, and them needing to be watched over even the more because a lot of our seniors are being scammed. Mm, yeah. and taking advantage of so I, that's been my voice and, and then just going in and telling the seniors thank you for all that they've done for us and the way the, the way that they paved the way for us the sacrifices that they made and they really appreciate um me coming in and just telling them thank you well, and so that's what i believe the crown has done for me is open open the the doors wider for me to get in and to get before people that needs to hear that can do something about what our community needs and what they're going through. Well, you're, you seem to exemplify already confidence, courage, and dedication. What's your advice for a woman with the desire to compete who may not feel that she has the confidence courage and dedication to do it this is what i would say to that woman i would say call me and i will hold your hand and walk you through it because you can do it you just you if you just make one step toward it and say i can do this i will i will walk with them through it all i will make sure i'm there to encourage them i'm to cheer them on but they can, if they desire to, to, to win Miss Senior Jacksonville or to become Miss Senior Jacksonville or to just enter the pageant, to just do something different, it will bless their hearts. It will bless their souls just to meet so many other women in their age group. That's a great networking opportunity. It's a, a, a place where they can meet new friends. So not only is a season affair a place where they crown queens, but they build friendships. They open up social uh, opportunities for women to go in to eat at restaurants they've never eaten at, go to places that they never would have went on their own. They give them their photo shoots that they can 
just express themselves. So I believe that doing the pageant would do more for you than just wearing a natural crown. It will help you put your own crown on. Thank you. Well, for those women, I call my community Milestone Divas. So Milestone Divas, unfortunately, this pageant is only in Jacksonville. It's sponsored by Kenyon Demps with A Seasoned Affair. I would hope that sometime in the near future, when Kenyon expands throughout the state, she might include Tallahassee, where I live, and then perhaps I can get some of my friends, not Gloria, to participate. I'm sorry, I'm not going to call you up, Sarita, and say, help me hold my hand so that I can be a contestant. I want to watch other people as they do well. I get my joy from that. So thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Definitely. I thank you for the opportunity, and, and I thank God for using you to bring different people on and let their voices be heard that normally wouldn't even be heard or even known anywhere. And so I thank you for choosing me, Miss Senior Jacksonville, to even come on your show and, and express um, the gratitude that I have for winning Miss Senior Jacksonville 2020. Thank you for listening to the Cup of Glow podcast. We love what we do and sharing a few moments with you. Please remember to subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. You may email your comments to us at gloria at cupofglow.com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, asking you to celebrate each day and spread happiness your way.